Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, here we go. Live in Los Angeles. It's the herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. J-Mac, Nick Wright in an hour. All sorts of these football stories now percolating. NBA draft Thursday. We think we know We know who's going one. I would take Scoot Henderson two. Yep. Uh, you would agree with that? 100%. I think he looks. Yep. Sometimes you got to trust your eyes. He looks really fun. He looks like John Morant. Yeah. By the way, did you see two pretty famous athletes hanging out uh, overnight? I did in a place you know well, yeah, Paris. Well, oh, okay. I was thinking about two other athletes. Uh, we got some fun stories today. You haven't seen this one. KD has a new NFL friend. Oh, good. Good. Well, um, you know, th- there's the old belief, tougher the childhood, tougher the route, eventually tougher the kid. Crown molding, granite countertops, BMW, soft kid. Eh, just being honest. Tougher the childhood, tougher the route, eventually tougher the kid. Um, So Noah Brown's a wide receiver, played with Dak for several years in Dallas. Now he's a member of young Dak, emerging Dak. Now he's in Houston with rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud. So this is interesting, right? He played with young Dak. Now he's got young C.J. Stroud, and he compared the two. One of the draft comparisons C.J. had was Mm-hmm. Do you see any similarities there, or no? Um, they're both great quarterbacks. I mean, I mean, great, great arm talent. I, th- I think it's a little bit early to compare you know, a rookie to somebody like Dak Prescott, but uh, I, that's great class to be in. Uh, and I think he has all the potential to live up to that, maybe even surpass it. So you know, I'm, I'm rooting for CJ. Um, I'm willing to have his back in anything. CJ Stroud, yes, is more talented than Dak Prescott. Easily, he was a much better high school quarterback. 
a much better college quarterback, and NFL scouts and GMs rank him as a much better NFL prospect. He's better than Dak. But that's where quarterback is really interesting and unique in our American sports landscape. Is he as mature as Dak? Is he as tough as Dak? Does he have the leadership skills of Dak? Is he as resilient as Dak? Dak is very highly ranked on intangibles. And part of that, most of that, my guess, comes from Dak's journey. Dak got sacked 55 times at Mississippi State in his last two years. I watched a couple of those games. He got the hell beat out of him. He didn't have star receivers, star left tackles. He was on the eighth or ninth best team in the SEC or at least best program. He made him better for the short term. All that toughness. Meanwhile, C.J. Stroud went to Ohio State. His left tackles were five-star. Go on to the NFL. Five-star wide receivers. Look at the last two classes he's been throwing to at Ohio State. Some of the best college receiving cores in the history of the sport. Great coaches, well-funded, in a much weaker conference where Ohio State, outside of their game against Michigan, has a significant talent gap. Easier route. Now, I'm not saying C.J. Stroud had an easy childhood. I don't know about it. But the two things that matter in this sport at quarterback, where do you land and what was the route like to get you there? Dak landed because he was a fourth-round pick to, at the time, the emerging best offensive line in the league, Tyron Smith left tackle, Zach Martin, and Zeke at running back with an offensive head coach who was a quarterback in the league. That's a darn good place to land. C.J. Stroud has a first-time offensive coordinator, a defensive head coach, and an offensive line 24th in the league last year. Ohio State has never had a great NFL quarterback, and I believe I know why. Because unlike the SEC, Ohio State usually has significantly better players than everybody on their schedule except the Wolverines and maybe an out-of-conference game or eventually a bowl game. And because of that, their quarterbacks get overdrafted, meaning they get drafted near the top of a draft of better franchises and eventually don't have the talent and unravel. I'm not saying C.J. Stroud will fail. I don't see a lot of the juice. I think he's fine. His comp is Jared Goff. I don't know if he throws the football that well, but he's not going to get Sean McVay as a head coach, and he may never get two offensive lines as good as the Rams his first three years and the Lions now. Goff's gotten great O-line protection for most of his career and offensive coaches both times. I do not believe... As talented as C.J. Stroud is, and he is more talented than Dak Prescott, high school, college, and now, right, coming out of college. I don't believe he's going to have a 98 passer rating, complete 66% of his throws, and go 61 and 36. Where you land and how hard was the route to get you where you land are the overwhelming keys in this league. I like C.J. Stroud, kind of. Dak today, less talent, more W's, better team this year, offensive coaches, McCarthy and Garrett. Good luck to C.J. Stroud. So I saw this story this morning. Um, Dalvin Cook's a really good player. He's a really, really good running back for the Minnesota Vikings. Nobody disputes that. Um, and nobody's interested. And you're like, what, 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 I, I, why? What, what, what could it be? 
Well, I'll tell you exactly what it is. Scarcity. Every industry, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be real estate. It could be my business. It could be law. It could be hospitals. Um, every industry has a position, often due to technology or cultural changes, that becomes much less important. And just think about the running back position. Last year, Houston, fourth round, picked up a running back named Damian Pierce in front of a bad O-line, 1,000-plus yards, fourth round. The Super Bowl-winning Kansas City Chiefs picked up Isaiah Pacheco in the seventh round, 200-plus rush yards for Kansas City in the playoffs, almost 1,000. Oh, Tyler Algier, Atlanta picked him up, fifth round, kid in front of a pretty decent O-line, rushed for almost 1,200 yards. Fifth round, fourth round, seventh round. By the way, the Rams this year at the end of the sixth round got a running back at an Ole Miss named Zach Evans. Really good. Could start in this league, I think, eventually. Scarcity. I don't, I'm not happy that Dalvin Cook can't find a job, but college football provides running backs in every third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh round. So when you get into the NFL at that position, save your money, invest wisely. The only reason to spend big in a running back for a second contract is if you don't trust your quarterback, Ryan Tannehill and Daniel Jones. It should also be noted that as the game has changed, the smart general managers in the league also see this. Of the last 10 Super Bowl champions, a decade, eight did not have a thousand yard rusher. The culture has changed. The game has changed. Every industry has a job, a position that is being reduced or eliminated. And it just so happens in the NFL, they have value, but it's mostly running back. If you're wondering why Dalvin Cook doesn't have a gig, J Mac, we have got stories today. We do. Uh, your Dalvin Cook diatribe. Can I call it that? A diatribe? Sure. Um, got me thinking. Kareem Hunt, still unemployed. Yep. Ezekiel Elliott, still unemployed. These are guys who are multi-tool weapons, whether they can block, receive out of the backfield, run the football. It, the running backs, you know, if you're a running back in college, what's the move? Do you stay at the position? Well, Do you try something else well, out? Do you- Christian McCaffrey got paid because the quarterback was Teddy Bridgewater. Derrick Henry's been paid. Uh, Daniel Jones will ensure that Saquon Barkley eventually gets paid. Um, But if you have a top eight to 10 running back, it makes no sense. And if you believe Kirk Cousins, and most do, is a top 10 to 12 quarterback, makes no sense when you're paying him to pay the running back. There's simply too much talent provided by the college game every year. And it's provided in the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round. And by the way, Falcons, you showed that they, uh, Algier had a big year. They yeah. went and drafted a running back in the top 10. Is that what smart teams do? Well, uh, so we, we talked about that. <laughs> uh, it's not necessarily what smart teams do, but I thought there was an argument that the Texas running back was the cleanest prospect in the entire draft in terms of personality, character, talent, ability to do multiple things. I, I thought he was I, – I, I talked to GMs about this. They're like, literally, there's nothing to worry about. He was Ladanian Tomlinson. You get a good kid, he doesn't fumble, he can block, he can catch. And for Atlanta right now, they have a young quarterback in Desmond Ritter, and I think their theory is let's give him great skill people. They have a good O-line. If he can't move us with this, we have the wrong quarterback. 
Like a lot of times you like right now, CJ Stroud comes into the league and he could be good, but you don't know. Justin Fields, he's not he's not getting any help. So you go into year three with Justin Fields and you're like, we're still not sure if he can play. You will know by Thanksgiving if Desmond Ritter, Atlanta's quarterback, can play. They have an excellent young tight end, excellent receiver, star running back, a good two running back, and their O-line is sneaky top eight, top nine in the league. So it's like you'll know early. So Atlanta's betting on, we got to get the quarterback right. Let's figure it out now if we got the guy. I don't think it's a bad bet. I I. I think I, that was the one first-round pick I got right, yeah. and I understood their reasoning for it. So the last thing, you mentioned the Chiefs and their seventh-round running back. Right. Um, I wonder if people, how come people aren't talking about the Eagles running back situation? Remember who their top running back was all season? Right. Yeah, and what they do? They just said, <laughs> enjoy free agency. Thank you for your service. So We'll just bring in the okay. next guy. The minute the Eagles discover that Jalen Hurts is great, and he is, running backs can go. So Philadelphia figured it out. So did Kansas City. The minute you have a star running back, by the way, Cincinnati Joe Mixon may not be long for each other. Once you realize the quarterback's the star, then you start drafting running backs fifth round down every year. It's just the way to do it. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this episode is brought to you by navy federal credit union at navy federal it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years and not just help them but do everything to make sure they not only grow but flourish That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. So good to have you in today. So many things to talk about. Football's creeping back into our lives. 
So when Nick Saban sat down with our Joel Klatt, Joel Klatt has a podcast, Joel Klatt Show. And um, Nick uh, was talking about, you know, who's going to play in the college football playoff. Now, Georgia now has surpassed Alabama as the best program in the country. And Texas is coming hard. And USC is coming hard. And Michigan is coming hard. Uh, LSU is coming really hard. Uh, you know, nothing lasts forever. Nick's run lasted about three times longer than most college dynasties last. And uh, he was talking to Joel Clad about the playoffs going forward and who gets in and who doesn't. All we do is take the teams that win the most games at the end of the year and put them at the, in the playoffs. But do you really get the best teams? When they told me that we would be favored against three out of the four teams that got in the playoffs, I'm like, well, why aren't we in the playoffs? If you're going to have parity, you have to have a better way of figuring out who has the best teams, not just because you lose two games on the last play of the game yeah. that knocks you out when you may be better than somebody else who didn't have the same circumstances that they had to play in. It should be noted that LSU once lost two games, was allowed in, and won a national championship. It wasn't just that Alabama lost games. If it was all about odds and who's favored, Alabama lost to LSU last year and was favored by two touchdowns. In the last seven to eight years, virtually every game Alabama has lost, they've been favored. You've got to play the games, and the regular season has to matter. College football, not this year, but next, is going to a 12-team playoff. I can't wait. It will quadruple the arguments. People tend to think if you expand a playoff, it limits the arguments. The opposite happens. I'll give you an example. We all know we'll never be members of Augusta National. But your local country club let in Bob and Kevin, and they work under you. Why won't they let me in? I deserve to be in. The more people you let in, the more people believe they deserve to be in. And I can tell you right now what's going to happen with the 12-team playoff. There's going to be a three-loss Auburn team or a three-loss uh, Georgia team. Well, maybe not Georgia. Maybe Texas. And they're going to be better than one-loss Cincinnati or no-loss Boise State. They're going to be better than a team from the American Athletic Conference who doesn't even look to recruit their players. But that 12-team playoff is going to garner great sympathy for no-loss teams and one-loss teams. And you're going to get a three-loss Michigan State team or a three-loss Florida team, and they are better, especially the Florida team with the talent in that state. They are better than that team. The more you let in, the greater the arguments get. I can't wait for it. It's great for my business. They'll be arguing nonstop. But the regular season does have to matter. And overwhelmingly, college football has gotten it right. In my lifetime, I can't think of a single team that I thought was easily, indisputably the best team in college football and didn't get a shot to get to the playoff. The regular season has to matter. As much as I like gambling on football, you can't go with odds. Bama was a two-touchdown favorite and lost to LSU. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. It's nice to see the NFL expand um, the playoffs, the season, and the regular season still matters greatly. Only four months of football. Well, I think right? it, it matters. I, and I, I also think there is this... Um, 
people overreact to everything. It doesn't matter if it's politics or sports. People overreact to everything. And so, oh, the regular season in college football won't matter. So what you're telling me is when Bama and Auburn play or Michigan and Ohio State play, nobody will any care anymore. You, you really want me to believe that. Has March Madness mean that Cameron Indoor was empty when they played Carolina? Or when Kansas plays Missouri, nobody cares? We love sports and we care. The regular season will still matter. Um, the difference is, and I think this is good, and I had to be talked into this years and years and years by fans because I was worried about that too because I love the urgency of college football. But the truth is, the reality of college football now is the powerhouses avoid playing good out-of-conference yeah. games because nobody wants a loss. You know what? The Kansas City Chiefs lose a handful of games every year. It's oh, You should be allowed to lose two games and still have an argument to get in. It's okay in the SEC or the Big Ten. Now you're adding USC. So Ohio State now has to play a Michigan and then may have to go to USC yeah. and to Penn State. It, a loss shouldn't knock you out. So I think it'll encourage people to, you know, we'll have more reasonable discussions and not just schedule. But the bottom of the 12-team playoff is going to be some no-loss well, Boise State. That's it, okay, too. That's fine by me. I mean, it, listen, every sport has expanded. Baseball has expanded their postseason. Yeah. NBA has expanded with the play-in. NFL has expanded. The college basketball tournament, which we think is perfect at 68. Or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. They want to expand to 128. Uh, everybody's expanding, getting bigger, but college football's resistant. I just think their crowd is just afraid of change or fearful of, oh, well, no, more pe teams are going to get led well, in the mix. Everybody overreacts to everything. I mean, when USC and UCLA announced they were going to the Big Ten, you'd have thought uh, there was a meteor shower uh, over the world. Now everybody takes a deep breath and goes, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. Big yeah. Ten's going to, oh, my God. Have you seen USC and UCLA schedule? Everybody wins. The fans win. It'll be tough for volleyball teams and golf teams in the travel. But football, it's great Figure it for out. It. Yeah, figure it out. It's not that hard. All right. All right. Let's go on to uh, the NFL. Baltimore Ravens come into the season with high expectations. Now that they have Lamar Jackson locked into a long-term deal, they added OD OBJ. Uh, quarterback Marlon Humphrey, one of the better cornerbacks in the league, added to those expectations by making a bold statement at camp. Here's what he had to say. On paper, man, we look very scary. You know, we got the pieces. It's just putting them together, working together, figuring out how it works, and, you know, putting out a product. You know, I think it's really easy to talk about all the great receivers we got, all the great running backs we got, all the great DBs we got, the good D-line. But I think this is a year of just proving it. I never doubt their talent. I doubt if they'll be healthy. Three years in a row, they can't stay healthy. There's got to be something behind it. You know, he said that San Francisco had this issue. And San Francisco this past year wasn't as dinged up. And my takeaway is, did they practice not as severely, not as hard? Baltimore cannot stay healthy. And it's mostly their offensive players getting hurt. Is practice too hard? Is there extra hitting? There's got to be an answer for it. You know, I don't know if it's at apples to apples, but the Miami Heat have heat culture. It feels like the Ravens have a culture because yes. Harbaugh's been there forever. Yeah. A lot of continuity. They're able to do it with Trent Dilfer. They're able to do it with Joe Flacco. They're right. able to do Lamar Jack. Whatever it is, they figure it out. Yeah. Um, I, June and July, though, everybody loves every team. I mean, right now, we're bullish on so many teams, right? Ravens are one of them. But eventually, you gotta you got to pick some teams you don't like a lot. We can't have everybody going up. The arrow's not going up for every single team, is it, Colin? Like, I know Humphrey's excited, but are they that good? Well, it'd be I, nice. They're not a top three team in the AFC, right? No, they're not. Are they top five? 
I'm not sure they are. I, that, and that's the thing. <laughs> it's, it's really tough with these NFL teams in June and July. All right, next up, this is the story I was alluding to at the top of the hour. So uh, Aaron Rodgers started to get comfortable in New York, and he is already making new friends. We found a photo on Kevin Durant, uh, his Instagram that went viral yesterday. Kevin Durant hanging out with, wait for it, wait for it, Aaron Rodgers. I'm a Jet Mander fan. Don't ask no questions. Now, I don't really know what that means, <laughs> but look at how much bigger. That was I mean, my... Aaron Rodgers looks so tiny. He looks so, like Bryce Young, okay? Aaron he, is 6'2", 225, and look how small he looks next to Kevin Durant. He looks like an I old, told you years ago, guy. I went to an ESPYs. Uh, they have that uh, red carpet, summer, they do the ESPYs. And so I was uh, in that tunnel where all the stars come by, and J.J. Watt is there, and there's all these great athletes, and they're big, strong guys. And then Amari Stoudemire walks by. NBA guys are different. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. it's not just the height. It was the length of Amari Stoudemire. I remember one time going uh, to a Laker game, and Pau Gasol, like, brushed up against me. <laughs> just his length of arms. Yeah. And I'm like... Uh, it was one of the long. It was the longest human I'd ever. Pau Gasol was the longest human I'd ever. I've been around six ten guys a lot. Kevin Durant is why the NBA is magical. These are the world's. I mean, just genetic brilliance. And yeah. I can you imagine trying to guard Kevin Durant? There's a reason he can get a bucket. Yeah, there's guys that can score touchdowns. Not anybody can be Kevin Durant's size. They're unique. And, no. and then you know, put the work in. But it's it's NBA athletes are. It is just. Unbelievable how gifted they are, unique they are. Um, there's a lot of caption contests going on for this photo. And the one I thought was funniest. Beautiful to see two athletes joined by their shared hatred of the media. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers and Kevin Durant. You know that that's what they're doing. I don't, think the Durant, I don't think Durant hates it. I think it annoys him and he's willing to fire back at it. I think Aaron's got some real grievances with mm. the media. Me particularly. But I think Kevin Durant, I don't think Kevin hates it. I think it annoys him, and he likes to fire back. I think, you know, Aaron's like, he thinks the media is just in the bag for one side. He's got grievances. They That's my takeaway. kind of are. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, the media has... We're in the middle. We like to play the we're gray, independent discussion. Thing. Yeah. Um, the runner-up was... Two people who should have never gone to New York. <laughs> now listen, Aaron Rodgers can still make it happen. Well, with the Jets, obviously. Uh, final story. Uh, oh, no, that is the final. Oh, uh, yeah, we do have one final story. Um, Draymond Green and LeBron have been friends for a while, Colin. Uh, and they were spotted together in France on Sunday. The timing is just super interesting, of course, as Draymond opts out of his contract with the Warriors. Um, he wants to stay in Golden State. Here is Draymond and uh, LeBron. In France. Um, Who's that guy bothering him? Can they just have their lunch without you bothering him? That looks like a Frenchie just coming up, you know, yeah. and just being like, Bonjour, LeBron! I um, I don't think either player fits on the other's team. I don't think the Lakers need Draymond Green. No. They've got a great defender. No. And I don't think the Warriors need somebody to take the ball out of the hands of Steph Curry. LeBron, why, can we just stop with LeBron changing teams? He's not going anywhere. All these people are like, oh, can we get LeBron here? He's staying in L.A., right? Well, I had somebody tell me recently, it was a NBA guy, uh, exec, and say that, listen, players like to live in L.A. Chris Paul just wants to come to L.A. Kawhi wanted to live in L.A. Paul George wanted to live in L.A. Matt Stafford wanted to live in L.A. Like, if you start looking at baseball players and, and the... I know you can listen to cable TV news and nobody wants to live in California. Pro athletes do. Yeah. And by the way, college athletes do. For So for, you can believe whatever you want to believe, 
But USC's having their best recruiting class ever. And if you go look at the athletes who have had an option to choose California, they do. We have really good weather, great economy, amazing you get, business. You know there's a thing out here. I've never done it, but... The mountains and the skiing are so close that you can go skiing in the morning, c- yeah. drive back to the beach, and in the afternoon be sitting on the beach in 80-degree weather. Yeah. I, 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 whenever I hear that, nobody wants to live in California except pro athletes. They are all, I mean, it's... It, it's kind of insane. Uh, all it is is avocado toast losers, uh, homeless people everywhere, taxes, blah. It's just like they're trotting out these tropes. Come visit, check it out. I, I'm, fi- I, I'm not selling California. They, they're not paying me. I'm not a spokesman, but... Seven years now. Dude, this place is pretty amazing. It's pretty good. Yeah. Thanks for bringing me out here, by the way. You're very welcome. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Live Speaking of New York, I'm going to throw this at you. See if you believe this. See if you buy this for a second. And so we we said this. uh, This was kind of a story J-Mac and I talked about um, last week. This draft in the NBA, to me, has two stars, Scoot Henderson and Victor Wembanyama. Then a bunch of guys I like. Uh, there's, a, there's a, you know, uh, Kobe Bufkin's an interesting player. Uh, Grady Dickett, Kansas, interesting player. You, you, uh, Central Florida's got an interesting player. There's guys that all have, there's some interesting players. But there's two like, wow, 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 star early, wow. Um, but there's very few impactful players in the NBA draft. History tells you there's about three to four a draft. Highly impactful can help win a playoff series guys and that's about the number nfl first round will have 10 of those guys nba draft first second round maybe three or four and so players that you look at and go eh, they always find work so when the Suns got bradley beal kevin durant devin booker bradley beal the complaint is well they don't have a bench. Rick Buecher came on our show yesterday and talked about this. A duplication bench. Here's Rick. I don't get the fit. You were already top-heavy, and it didn't work. Now you're incredibly small. Like, and you can't, you can't play big and small. Depth has always been an important element. And then the other part is, how do those pieces fit together? Here I've got three largely perimeter scorers. And who's your playmaker? Who's your distributor? Because you don't need defenders. You need a point guard now. Okay, so there are so many forces working against NBA executives and GMs on cohesion, chemistry, and fit. There's too much mobility. Now we have a new CBA. It's going to be harder for guys to move around. The bottom line is get good players. Worry about the fit later. Just get good players. Smart veteran players. Beal smart Booker, KD, Smart, they'll figure it out. But but yesterday, I pushed back to Rick Buecher, and I said, well, you have DeAndre Ayton. Whereas Beal's an imperfect fit, Ayton is a toxic one. So DeAndre Ayton gives you about 18 points a game, 10 rebounds. But he views himself as more of a score. And 18 points is nothing to laugh at. So now with Beal, Booker, and KD on that roster, Aiton will never get looks, and he tends to pout if he's not included in the offense. So he is now a bad fit in Phoenix. Good player, not great, good player, bad fit. Because he pouted last year when he had to guard Jokic and wasn't getting shots. Well, now you add Bradley Beal. He's never going to get looks. So a story came out yesterday that the Phoenix Suns are getting lots of calls 
Andre Andre Ayton. Of course they are. He's an 18-10 athletic big. He's owed $105 million, but not $150, not $170. It's not that punitive. The move that makes sense to me on this, I'll throw it out there, is the New York Knicks. So Mitchell Robinson is exactly what Phoenix needs, a defensive-minded, rebounding big who doesn't need touches and won't pout when he doesn't get the ball. He's sort of a Robert Williams with the Celtics, knows his role. What the Knicks need is somebody to help Jalen Brunson, a big that can score, DeAndre Ayton. Ayton will get the ball. He'll field included. He'll get his looks. He'll average 18 to 20 a game, and you'll get the happy DeAndre Ayton. In Phoenix, now with Beal, he'll never get the rock. He'll pout. He'll be disengaged. He's now a toxic fit. So we said this yesterday. One of the reasons I liked Beal to Phoenix, I think if you put smart guys together, veterans, they'll figure it out. It's even Denver. We go, oh, the perfect fit. Yeah, they're the one. But like Miami's got pieces they could use. Boston, I'm not sure Brown and Jason Tatum are perfect fits. Perfect fit almost doesn't exist in the NBA. What does exist is talent and impactful players. Cobble three together, figure out the rest later. I would do a Mitchell Robinson, Josh Hart deal, maybe a pick. From the Knicks, Josh Hart can play defense. Mitchell Robinson can play defense. Uh, one doesn't need the ball at all. And then the, the Knicks get what they need in the East with Giannis, with Embiid, with Bam. You need some size and somewhat of an offensive threat for the Knicks. Also, you bring Aiton over with Brunson. You've already got R.J. Barrett. You're less reliant on Julius Randle scoring. Maybe you can move him. Suns and the Knicks. Makes sense to me. A big that scores in New York, less reliant on Randall, who you could move. Suns get a big that doesn't need the ball and a little help in the backcourt. J-Mac, what say you? Not terrible. Yeah. I'm lukewarm. Can I call me? Can I call it lukewarm on that? Okay. All right. I don't know. I mean, listen, I, I'm with you. I would move Aiton, but the deals out there don't look great, and... Who wants a guy like DeAndre Ayton? Work ethic is not there. No timeout. Back to the basket center. Okay. Not- 18 and 10. 18 and 10. That's that's a lot of points. And by the way, Jokic and Giannis are the two best players in the league. Embiid could be third. You got to have a big. Why? They had Ayton and he couldn't do anything against Jokic. Well, like you said, the- Anthony Davis, he was it, it was useless. I mean, I would rather I would rather roll the dice with a guy like Miles Turner in there. Um, well, I'm not Turner saying can the- shoot threes. He's less needy. Ayton's like needy. Hey, feed me or I'm gonna pout. Feed me or I'm not gonna go go for rebounds and really jostle inside. But it, the Knicks could use some scoring beyond Jalen Brunson because here's what they're gonna become now: R.J. Barrett, Jalen Brunson. Randall, who they would like to move. You, he, Randall's got a market somewhere in this league. So what you'd I have would is, take Randall over Aiden, though. He plays hard. I'm not. Dis- Randall goes hard. I don't, listen. It's tough for me to call seven footer soft, but I just don't see that dude. All right. Aiden doesn't seem like that guy who's just going to get it, spin, and try to dunk on you. Remember how Shaq would do that? Yeah. Well, that's, like, these guys aren't Shaq. Let's let's stop right there. How about the mentality of that? When I get the ball, I'm attacking. I'm scoring. I'm shooting. I'm aggressive. I don't see the aggressive nature in DeAndre Ayton. Do you? Well, I know now he'll never get the ball. So I know now, <laughs> again, I'll take him perfect fit, Bradley Beal, over toxic fit. 
Aiton with these three guys will never get offense. He'll never get looks. He was getting upset last year when it was just Booker and KD. Add Beal, he'll never get a play design for him. So yeah, it's I, not going to work. We didn't really talk about this, but Chris Paul obviously did not love Aiton. We we talked about the or we showed the video of Chris Paul yesterday on a TV show saying yeah. like, oh, I got the text while I was in the air. He mentioned Isaiah Thomas's name twice. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas and the owner. Did not mention the GM. Was it kind of fishy to you that Isaiah Thomas was mentioned when he's not even he's not even a member of the organization? I'm gonna address that next. That was my next story. Stunning. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. This is Steve Covino. And Rich Davis. And together, we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, That's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah! What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. 
Saturday. It's a special MLB on Fox as the Cardinals and Cubs head across the Atlantic to London. Plus, Derek Jeter makes his debut when he joins A-Rod, Big Poppy, and KB live at London Stadium. Coverage begins Saturday at noon Eastern on Fox. You ever surprised by how much uh, the UK, Germany love the NFL? We shouldn't be surprised because over here in the States, the MLS is doing well. It's growing our love for the sport. I've actually been a little surprised how popular the NFL has become overseas. It's like really popular. Uh, Germany, I think they're going back this year. I don't know why I'm surprised, but it, it feels like there's a simplicity to soccer that would play on any continent. Where football, we've got our own rules. It's different than any other sport in the world. I, I, I could see people saying, eh, it's just too American. It's gotten really, really popular. Uh, a global sport, obviously, is basketball. I saw this story. So Chris Paul found out on a plane, this is kind of the bad part of sports, that he got traded. <laughs> His son called him or texted him. It's just part of the business. Um, there's been a lot of people, Chris Paul being one of them, that have speculated that the new owner of the Suns is relying on Isaiah Thomas for a lot of his information. And my takeaway has been, so what? Everybody's got friends. Find me a successful person, and I will find you with somebody that has a half dozen to a dozen advisors, people they trust. Now, Isaiah Thomas is a talent evaluator in Toronto, drafted Marcus Camby, Tracy McGrady, and Damon Stoudemire. He was pretty excellent. Those are good players. In New York, he had personal issues, and it was New York. Even Phil Jackson bombed there. Some of that is on Knicks' ownership, the pressure, outside influences. The Knicks are a hard operation to get right. How do I know? I have eyes, and I've watched the last 25 years. But if you owned or bought a sports team, Right? That means you're probably very, very, well, not probably, you're very, very rich in another business and you didn't have really any connections. Are you telling me a bad source is a Hall of Famer, a former GM, and a basketball legend? That guy, that should be the red phone. That should be the phone you always pick up. A legend, smart guy, Isaiah Thomas, don't know him well, know him well enough, bright guy, highly successful, did very well in Toronto. He's not perfect. He's had some troubles in his personal life. But if you're arguing that what he's doing is illegal or what he's doing doesn't make sense or he's not a guy you should listen to, I'll argue that all day long. Isaiah Thomas literally forced Michael Jordan to change the way he trained for basketball. Michael Jordan in his prime could not beat Isaiah Thomas. Look at the records. Like he's a super smart guy, very good basketball talent evaluator who's flawed. But I don't, I don't get that he's a basketball legend. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a smart guy. If you bought a basketball franchise or an NFL franchise, who would you lean on? The red phone, the bat phone is the one you pick up from a basketball legend who's been a GM and had success. And I, I'm not going to defend what happened in New York, but do you know how many good people haven't worked in New York like the smartest move of Pat Riley's career was leaving it. Phil Jackson, one of the smartest, uh, ethereal, uh, erudite men in basketball. Disaster in New York. Some of that is on James Dolan and the Knicks. I saw this story also. Uh, I don't know how much time I want to give this, but uh, this is a bad sign. 
this is a bad sign. John Morant, wildly talented, gets suspended, gets suspended again for waving around a gun on IG. I don't want to hear it's no big deal. Big jobs have big standards. Don't do that. So NBA commish Adam Silver, who's been almost to a fault, player-friendly, suspends him for 25 games to start next season. J-Mac and I both said, feels very reasonable, seems fair. And one of the sentences Adam Silver made sure got into the release is that a lot of people look up to John Morant and there's a certain responsibility you have in certain jobs. A high school principal can't be on OnlyFans. A basketball star can't be waving a gun on IG. Anybody who denies that's never had an important job that has impact and has people looking up to you. So John Morant, though, and this is worrisome, according to sources, John Morant and the people close to John have the feeling the NBA's out to get him. Yeah, they're trying to tear down their biggest young superstar. That it's a, it's a television show. Let's go and attack one of our TV stars. Oh, boy. Uh, that, you know what that sounds like? John Morant's group has got a bunch of dummies in it. Like, that's not what they're doing. That's, that's not what they're doing. By the way, Zion Williamson's personal life is now circling the drain. A story this morning, the Pelicans are trying to get out of Zion Williamson. Again, this is a Zion Williamson issue. Now, I think on a greater note, what happens, the football culture provides a much more mature athlete to the NFL than the basketball provides to the NBA. Kids have to spend virtually no time in college, a semester. They go pro. They're 19. They can go overseas. There's a lot of routes. They can be kids. They can't even drink in the hotel bar. And what happens is pressure, money, fame, they unravel. Zion's unraveling. Jaw's unraveling. That's an NBA issue, and I don't know what the solve is. Uh, the NFL also, to its credit, does not coddle and tolerate if you're young and a quarterback, even a quarterback, Johnny Manziel, Jamarcus Russell, and you're a circus, boom, you're out of the league really fast. In the NBA, you can be a circus. There's viewed as so little impactful talent globally, they'll just tolerate it and coddle. Uh, the second thing that should be noted, and I don't think this is a coincidence, look at the slow growth stars in the NBA, Giannis, Jokic, and Steph. You get none of this stuff. None of it. Why? Expectations. You don't have to answer every question at practice. It's almost like a Powerball winner. Jaws like a Powerball winner. Zion's like a Powerball winner. Five years later, half are sad stories of people that couldn't handle it. Giannis, Jokic, Steph are your typical American millionaire. They got it in their late 40s, early 50s. They've had some struggles. They know what to do with their money. They're not going to go out and buy a bunch of jet skis and sports cars, right? So I think the, this is where the football culture is superior to the basketball culture, that they hand the NFL older, more mature players. Jaw and Zion, this is the reality of what the sport is, and I'm not sure there's a solve for it. Hour two next. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. 
And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.